2: This Sunday, 1 o'clock at a stadium right over there, Nissan Stadium. This is the state capital of the state of Tennessee. Did you know Nashville is the state capital of Tennessee? I got to believe you did. Because what else would it be? Memphis? No state in its right mind. Not even Tennessee would put its capital in Memphis. We're going to talk about the Colts and the Tennessee Titans and interesting injury news. You saw it in the headline. Ryan Kelly's going to be up. On Sunday. That is good news for the Colts. That O line is going to be intact and it needs to be to keep Danico Autry, Autry and Tiert and Simmons off of Minshew and Otamos's way. Let's go, Colts. Am I right? We're going to talk about that. We'll talk a little bit about uh, other injury news as far as Juju Brent's goes. Not necessarily good news, not bad news for Juju Brent's, but Shane Steichen spoke to the media today. Questions? about Anthony Richardson today, and I will go over that, but I could give a damn less. Colts are fighting for a playoff spot this week. I don't care what Anthony Richardson is doing to try to learn how to play football now. I'm going to care deeply come January, but right now on December 1st, no, no, no. Indiana, they opened Big Ten play against Maryland tonight. Did you know Jordan Geronimo had transferred to Maryland? I was unaware of that until earlier this week, i got to tell you the truth. And... We've got conference championship football all over the place with huge uh, college football playoff ramifications. We'll talk about that. This is a live Inside Indiana Sports now with Kent Sterling from Nashville, Tennessee. Cast your eyes about, my friends, downtown Nashville. It's going to be hopping tonight, and I'm going to be right in the middle of it. It's what we do. Brought to you by the great people at MyBookie. You go to MyBookie.ag. You use the promo code KENT and you can get up to a $200 initial cash deposit bonus. How about them apples? But you got to use the promo code KENT. Like this video, it's a generous thing to do. Nice thing to do. Who's your hospitality and all that. If you want to make a donation, make a donation. No big whoop. All right, let's talk about what Steichen said and what the injury report said about the Colts. Colt Sunday, Ryan Kelly's up. He cleared protocol. That's great news. Not that Wesley French didn't play well in relief of Ryan Kelly, but Ryan Kelly is one of the best centers in the NFL, and to have him up alongside Quentin Nelson and and Will Fries and Bernie Ryman and Braden Smith, that's a big deal. Both because, look, Zach Moss is going to have to roll on Sunday, and Gardner Minshew is going to have to stay clean. And if he stays clean and is able to deliver the ball quickly – and keep Mike Vrabel from putting eight in the box, loading that box up to stop Moss, you know what? They're going to be able to throw. They're going to be able to throw. They're going to be able to run. They're going to have to figure out what they're going to do based upon the front that they face and the blitzes that Vrabel shows. One thing we know about the Titans is, is they are tough. They play tough guy defensive football. They're tough on the offensive side too. And speaking of the defensive side of the football for the Colts, you're going to have to rattle Levis's cage. If the Colts are going to win this game, they're going to have to get Will Levis off schedule in the pocket. Muddy it up, make it unpleasant for him. He's not a real threat to run. 15 rushes all season long for only 12 yards. That's Will Levis as a mobile, go-move-the-sticks type quarterback. That is not what he does. His longest run of the season in five games, five yards. There you go. That's Will Levis. What they got to do on the outside is they got to control DeAndre Hopkins. For years and years and years and years, DeAndre Hopkins has been a thorn in the ass of the Indianapolis Colts. That's just the way it is. And it's the way it will always be until D Hop, that's what they call him, decides to retire. Hopefully that comes after Sunday or just prior to Sunday. That'd be a good thing. Otherwise, Jalen Jones, who is scoring. This is analytics, so don't let your eyes glaze over. But analytics-wise, according to Next Gen Stats, he is the best cover corner as a rookie in the NFL since 2016. That's a seventh-round pick. That's pretty good. You know, something dawned on me, and and was pointed out to me too. I got to be honest by somebody who knows the Colts really well, because I talked to uh, D.J. Baker a little bit. Early. We posted that today. I talked to him yesterday. In the locker room, D.J. Baker has really come on as a cornerback on the other side. Lost Dallas Flowers, lost Juju Brent, so it's Jalen Jones, and then who? D.J. Baker. And D.J. Baker has gotten better and better and better and better. And I I told somebody who knows the Colts really well, I said, you know what, this guy, this is a smart guy. I really like this guy. And he said, I got to tell you, uh, Chris Ballard's first rule of player acquisition, dumbasses will get your ass beat. There are no dumbasses in that locker I tried to think, who are the dumbasses in the locker room for the Colts? I couldn't come up with anybody. Eight years ago, I could have given you a bit of a list. Now, none. I'd never talked to D.J. Baker before. I really like that guy. If you haven't listened to the video, go back, watch a video, listen, and you're going to see a very congenial, very confident guy who is humble at the same time, and that seems to be uh, like that, that character coefficient for the Colts. They got guys who have have like a strong will, but a humble soul. If that makes sense, that's that's a little maybe that's a little lofty. I don't know, but that's kind of what they are. Um, like I said, Juju Brents out, and then the rest of the questions. I don't know why today they were about Anthony Richardson and what Anthony Richardson could possibly learn through this experience. While he's on the shelf? Is he participating in meetings? Uh, what's he Who in their right mind cares? That's gonna be really important. Come next September. Hello,
1: it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere in that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily
0: bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
2: That is, that's nine months away. We're nine months from that being important. Right now what's important is kicking the Titans' ass and going back to Indy, the owners of a four-game winning streak and a 7-5 and five record. If you can do that, you can go to the playoffs. If you can't do that, you can't go to the playoffs. You're going to go from being, if you win, a 58-point favorite to get to the playoffs versus, if you lose, a 25% underdog to get to the playoffs. This is a huge game, and Anthony Richardson has got zero to do with this and why people are asking questions about Anthony Richardson. I have no earthly answer. They won the first one against the Titans, what was it, 23-16? They have trouble putting teams away. You feel like with this Colts team that they're good enough and they execute well enough to put teams away. They haven't been able to do that and didn't do it really with the Titans. I don't think they're going to be able to do it on Sunday. Colts, minus one, I don't like it. I I hate a one-point spread. However, you do have the over-under at 42-and-a-half. I think that the Colts, if they get a lead... They're going to want to shorten the game, so that means a lower score. The Titans, they're definitely going to want a lower score. That's what they do. The Colts go out. Three of the last four games, they've scored 27 points. If they score 27 points again, they're going to win this game. I don't think the Titans are going to allow that. I think that this is a lower-scoring game, and I really like the under in this game. But you got to keep Minshew clean. you got to contain and hit Levis and turn this into an afternoon of misery for Will Levis. And he comes from the University of Kentucky, so he knows what misery is. Uh, You've gotta create windows with scheme and hit guys quick if the Titans show a heavy box. If they back off and don't show you a heavy box, give it to Moss and collect your six yards and be happy with that. Uh, You gotta take advantage of Raddins and Duncan and Brewer, Brewer the center, The other two guys are tackles. Those guys can't block me. So take advantage of those guys and let's go and make kicks. Matt Gay's been huge this year. The Colts aren't in this playoff chase, if not for Matt Gay. Matt Gay's got to make kicks on Sunday in order for the Colts to win this game. Let's talk about Indiana basketball. Indiana takes on Maryland tonight at Simon Scott Assembly Hall. And look who's on the other side. It is Jordan Geronimo, what we got to hope is that Jordan Geronimo hadn't learned a damn thing about basketball since he transferred from Indiana to go to Maryland. If that's the case, I think Indiana's in pretty good shape tonight. If somehow Coach Willard has planted some basketball wisdom in that cranium of Jordan Geronimo's, it could be trouble. Because Geronimo is really a dynamic athlete who can do a lot with the basketball. He can shoot it, he can rebound it, he can block shots, he can do all kinds of stuff. And if he knows what he's doing, which was never something that Mike Woodson was ever able to compel in him, could be a long night for the Hoosiers. Hoosiers tonight, here's what they got to do. And this is true in every basketball game. Hoosiers have got to stop triples from Maryland. Indiana is 256th in three-point shooting defense. They allow 35.2% makes for their opponents. On the other side, They are 351st in three-point shooting percentage. They gotta be able to shoot the three better than that or everybody's gonna just pack it in, stop wear and stop renew and it's game, set, match. You've gotta be able to make threes in college basketball or you are dead. Indiana's gotta be able to do that right now, 351st out of 362. In terms of percentage of points scored via the three, dead last. In, the NCAA, in college basketball at like 12%, 12, I think it's 12.7. Yikes, that is horrifying, terrible. Let's hope that Indiana can kind of stretch that defense a little bit by hitting some threes and go to work down low after then Maryland has to adjust. Willard's a really good coach, though, got to tell you. All right, the Big Ten Championship tomorrow night in Indianapolis. Sure, big party, downtown Indy, so what do we do? We drive from Indianapolis down to Nashville, where I'm going to make sure this is a better party and a bigger party as we look ahead of the Colts and the Titans on Sunday. So Iowa, Iowa does not want Michigan to score points because they know they can't score points. This is going to be a really tough game where points are going to be at a premium, at least for Iowa. If Michigan scores, obviously, if Michigan scores a bunch, you're going to win that game because, like I said, Iowa can't score. Uh, that game, Michigan is a 22-point favorite. I really like Iowa to cover that because Iowa's going to try to shorten the game. They're going to do everything they can to possess the ball as long as they can. And once Michigan gets a big enough lead, I think they're going to call the dogs off because all they need is a win to secure their spot in the college football playoff. So I don't think that this game is going to get to the over. Georgia. Bama, that game late tomorrow afternoon. I like the Bulldogs. Give me Carson back, Right, Georgia, a five-point favorite. Uh, It'd be kind of fun if Bama won because they're the eighth seed right now. They're ranked eighth in that college football playoff committee uh, assessment. And if Georgia loses, they're number one. If Georgia loses, they could maybe drop out of the top four. And Bama's going to have a tough time supplanting them. Now, if Bama wins and just by a little bit, Is that enough to kick Georgia all the way out and throw Bama in? Or could the SEC put two teams in the college football playoff along with Michigan and whoever wins? Because Michigan's going to beat Iowa. Along with the winner of Washington, Oregon. Going to be really, really interesting. A great weekend of of college and high school basketball and college football. Purdue tonight, 9 o'clock on BTN. Spoilers are minus five and a half. Look, Northwestern has five crappy wins. They've beaten, like, Western Michigan teams like that. They lost to Mississippi State. Are you telling me that they're going to be able to keep this game close enough to cover the five and a half? There is no chance in the world that Purdue doesn't win this game by six or better. None. Zero. I can't wait to watch Indiana tonight. I can't wait to watch Purdue. At nine o'clock, eight o'clock, Nashville time. Hey, if you're coming down here, you gotta know that this is Central time. It doesn't make any sense that it'd be Central time, but it is. And so it's an hour earlier. Kickoff Nashville time will be at noon. If you uh, don't wanna confuse yourself, just pretend this is on Eastern. Keep all of your timepieces on Eastern and get to the game at, uh, at one o'clock by your watch, not by what the actual time is. Now, if you've got an Apple Watch, it auto-corrects. And so, like I didn't touch mine, and what does mine say the time is? Well, I'll show you if I can get this sweatshirt off my, oh boy, I can still do it, that's, that's it is right about 416, but it's 516 in Indy. We lost an hour. Look at the beautiful, uh, that, I gotta tell you what, I don't think that that holds a candle to the city uh, tree down in Evansville that needed to be redecorated. I'll tell you that. And this is for the whole state. I think that's a crappy-looking tree. Eh, But you know what? It's Christmas time. Why not be a little bit more generous as we discuss the state of Tennessee and what they're trying to do to heighten people's moods as they look forward to celebrating Christmas? My wife and I, tonight, we're going to get a nice dinner. Then we're gonna go out and listen to some music and we're gonna get into some trouble because that's what we do. When we go to another city, it's trouble for that city. And then we gotta figure out how to get ourselves out of the trouble in that city. And that's always, uh, that's always a challenge, I gotta tell you the truth. I have to tell you another truth. I'm not sure where I am. So I'm gonna figure that out, get back to the hotel room, clean myself up a little bit, get dressed, eat nice steak, and then it's party time, people.
1: 18 plus.